Hello, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we want to talk to you about a word, one word, and the word is and. Such a simple little word, three simple little letters, but it means so much in our language, especially today. What's going on in the world today, we need a lot more ands. And what AND does is it allows you to add information. AND is respectful. AND gives you more tools in your toolbox without causing you to defend or respond to others' defenses of what they already have or they already know. Now, this is a podcast about animal and equestrian, canine, equine, care and mobility. So what does and have to do with all of that? Let us tell you. And this is important, not just in your communication with others. It's also important with the communication with yourself. Using that word and begins to add choices to a person's brain. The problem with most communications are you speak and while you're talking, the other person's already in their side, their head coming up with rebuttals. Ha, and there is the typical word that's used when conversing, when someone's asking you about a therapy or when somebody's asking you about your opinion on the myriad of topics. What happens is, in your mind, you're negating anything you don't already agree with, and the response tends to be, but, but I did this, but I think this, but what about all this? And the word, but, just say it. Notice that it ends communication. After that word, nothing's taken in. So when I want to put tape on a dog and someone says, but I know that unless I add information, unless I'm able to take them from that abrupt ending into a receptive space, there's no point in talking. Because we say and always adds information, but negates information. When you use that word but, Oh, I love you, but. <laughs> what did that just do to that Nice haircut, but. Yeah, just t- totally knocks it right out of the park. So using and, and will do one very, very important thing. It gets the other person you're communicating with a chance to listen. When you say but, they shut down and they go inside their head, start thinking about what they're going to do to say back to you. And you think of it as being constructive. We want to build. We want to build the health of our animals. We want to build our own health. And we want to build community. When you can use the word and, and it doesn't mean you agree. It means you're adding information and adding perspective. When someone says to me, I tried that once, but it didn't work. I will then say, 
I understand you tried that once, and let me offer you a reason why this may be a different experience. Notice, I'm being respectful to their preconceived or, or pre-established belief systems so that they can maintain a respect for what I have to offer. And part of this, a lot, remember, words are only a small percent of your ability to communicate, but tonality is huge. So when you say the word and, and say the word but, notice the difference just in your tonalities alone. So a lot of times, even when you say the word but, it's the way you say it, the tonalities that you use that change everything. So when you say the word and, and you automatically want to almost tilt your head to listen, to find out what more do they have to say? Because you want to involve person in communication, you want to get interaction, and the only way to get interaction is to get understanding, and to get understanding using the correct, correct terminologies and the correct tonalities makes a huge difference. We've had the experience being in practice for 40 years, going back to the beginning, my authenticity was questioned. My actual right to perform chiropractic was questioned because there were a lot of belief systems out there that were counter to what I had to offer. And in this day and age, when someone has a strong opinion, the tendency is to butt heads. The tendency is to hope they stop talking so that you can inform them and use your greater enthusiasm, your world of knowledge, hopefully not from Facebook, to <laughs> give them your brilliant opinion. And if we are going to make a difference in the lives of our animals and in our own lives, it's going to be very useful to hear, I understand that you want to inject your animal every six weeks. And studies have shown that that can be destructive to the joint space. Not, but that could hurt them. Listen to the ability to converse using the word and. But automatically creates resistance and breaks down that resistance and people begin to pay attention. So using terms like I appreciate and, I understand and, is so much better than but or however, however is another but just with a few more letters in it. So you have to understand that using your communication properly, adding one simple word and, that's exactly what it does, it adds information. And what we want to offer you in terms of your animal health care is if you've tried one thing and it didn't work, by being constructive, by using addition, by saying this, I've tried this, and now I'm going to try this, it's often Choices are adding tools to your toolbox. It doesn't mean you have to throw out what's currently in there. Understand that 
adding choices is making you more flexible. It's increasing your ability to respond to different situations. So we invite you and, and perhaps implore you to open up your mind to take in new data, whether it has to do with fascial mobility, kinesiology taping, all of the modalities that are out there to add to what you're currently doing, or your ability to cope with this current world that we're living in without shrinking down into a defensive posture. And using the word and doesn't take away or doesn't, let me put it this way, when you use the word and, you're adding that information, but it doesn't mean that you have to agree with that what that person said because you're just trying to add information to them. And if you're disagreeing with them, and you can disagree with their opinion respectfully, and and does that respectfully. When you use, use the word but, you may as well just be slapping them right upside the head. And, and adds that information. It will give them an opportunity to actually listen to you and not being inside their head trying to figure out what they're going to say. And as I said earlier, it's a way for you to practice your listening skills. Knowing that a useful way to get heard is to actually listen, to actually hear what someone else is offering you as their opinion and then say it back to them in a tone that they can hear, which is not, well, fine, because that might not be heard in a reasonable way. So as you hear what they have to say and repeat those words to them, acknowledgement, we all want acknowledgement. So as you acknowledge just that someone was heard and be able to give input because that input then has a chance to change their output. If you are not heard, you cannot initiate change. And this is going to take a little conscious awareness on your part. Remember, you're responsible for your communication so when it doesn't get interpreted the way you believe it should have been, that responsibility falls on you. You need to be better at your communication to get your information across so that they understand you have to meet them at their model of the world and you have to add information so they can make better choices. So that means the responsibility falls on you. And that's a lovely thing because it gives you choice and it gives you control over your response. So often we're in default mode. I had to do that, really, or not. So as we invite you to change something in your language skills, understand that that is a direct route into your behavioral skills. 
And that's the truth when you're self-talking to yourself, going into the ring with a horse, going into the ring with a dog, or just going out to have fun, is that if you hold on to a belief system that there are no choices, then the behavior is only going to repeat itself. If you're able to use the word and by adding choices, by adding the ability to say, well, that just happened, and I wonder how it could have gone differently. It gives your brain an invitation to be creative, and that's a lovely thing. Yeah, it increases that neuroplasticity in the brain. Just using that word and opens up more neurological pathways than using the word but. But shuts everything down and starts looking for new choices, new patterns, new belief systems. Neurochemically changes your whole brain. So does adding the word yet. Because if you've held on to a belief system that was not useful for your ability to perform in the ring or in your life, simply adding the word yet, I haven't been able to do that, I can't do that. Adding yet opens up your mind to, wow, I wonder what would happen if I could. It makes you wonderful. Puns are always intended, by the way. <laughs> yet is another three word and. You gotta love it. Uh, it's just it's another simple little word, but again, using that opens your brain to possibilities. When you say, I'm not able to do that yet, that means that gives you that future pace possibility that you will be able to do it, where but shuts it down and will not reach any other choices inside your brain. So become more curious and Yet, I wonder, all of these simple ways of talking to yourself and talking to others creates that curiosity and from curiosity comes learning. And then you can choose that it was a good choice or make another choice, okay? Remember, you are only increasing your toolbox which doesn't mean you have to throw anything away unless you choose to. It's not an if or. It's not a limitation. This is the opposite of limitation. It's expansion of your capacity and capabilities. I agree and I respect and adds information and allows you to be a little bit more responsible for your communication. And you'll find that as you do this more and more, it becomes set into your brain, which makes pathways a lot easier. You'll find more answers coming to you freely because you've added choices to your own brain, not just to the other person's, but it allows you to tap into other parts of you. Remember, you are responsible for your communication. So when you start using and, and you do that around the same people a lot, you'll find they'll start using and. And now you know that you're communicating with that person. And what's so incredibly amazing about this is that your authenticity will come through. 
What I mean by that is if you are listening to someone and you can truly hear what they have to say, then respond back with adding more information. Sometimes all I can say is, I understand what you said. Sometimes I don't even understand it. And I have to say, I hear you. And you can be authentic in your way of responding that allows people to at least feel respected, feel heard, and you can part ways in a healthier manner. And what if this person is giving you an instruction that in the past you were not able to understand because you were able to listen, you're able to take in more data and do this with yourself. Words that hurt us the most are getting in your car after some experience and going, I should have said this, I should have said that, I should have said this, or my mother would call me and say, you should have said X. And I'm like, well, this is this moment. We can't should have. There is no should have. There's only what will I do next. So uh, I respectfully request that you do not should on yourself. <laughs> what was that song we used to do? Honey, we know better than <laughs> to tell each other what to do. Don't should on me yeah, and I, I won't, won't should on, on you. you. <laughs> uh. So words are very important. Today's word is and. Practice it. Breathe it. And enjoy your day to the utmost. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. And we hope you have a much better day after learning this great information. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. <laughs> and I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this was an Equiline podcast.